Have you ever heard the phrase, new year, new you? This is the year that I'm going to be the financially smart version of me, or the healthy version of me, or the kinder husband version of me. Friend, can I just encourage you? This year, don't try to find the new you when you don't even know who the real you is. Welcome back to The Graham Cochran Show, where each week I'm helping you uncover your uniqueness so you can create more money, margin, and meaning in your life. I'm your host, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today. I do hope you've had an incredible holiday season and an incredible new year. I cannot believe it's 2024, but I am excited and I am ready. I love newness, so don't mishear me. I love fresh things. And if you're paying attention, if you're a longtime listener or watcher, there is some newness around GC headquarters as well. A little website refresh, a little bit of branding refresh. So, hey, it's all good to have some new every once in a while. And there's a lot of new coming for me in this year. So don't mishear me. I love new. But what I want to talk about is the fact that so many of us want to change our lives, improve ourselves work on ourselves. And if you caught last week's episode before the new year turned over, I am full bore into improving myself by doing a 52 book challenge this year. And you can join me. I'm literally reading a book a week. Uh, So that'll be 52 books in the year. And each week I'll be dropping a mini episode on the show, giving you my biggest insight or takeaway from that book. So I've got the entire book reading list for you. Uh, you can check out that episode or you can go to grahamcochran.com slash 52 books, five, two books. It's not an opt-in. There's no, there's nothing there. It's just, I'm posting the books that I'm reading in the categories that I'm reading. Feel free to read along with me or use that list as an inspiration for your own. So yeah, I'm going to be working on myself this year, improving myself. So I am all about is self-improvement, personal development, whatever you want to call it. But what I want to talk about today is something that I think can give you freedom and something that I'm going to be focusing a lot on this year, especially with my new book coming out later this year, Rebel. The idea is that you and I are trying to build our lives and our businesses and our families when we don't even know who we are. And it's really hard to build something that involves you when you don't even know yourself well. And I thought of this about three or four years ago, I was in a coaching session with one of my coaches. I had a mindset coach at the time. His name's Cliff, great guy. And I remember in this call with Cliff, uh, he was like, why are we talking today, Graham? And I said, Cliff, when I think about my life and all the success I've had and all the things I've done, I don't think that the real Graham has come out to play yet. And I wrote that down in my notes because when it came out of my mouth, I was like, that is my problem. That is my problem. There are so many versions of Graham. There are so many parts that I play, roles that I play. There are so many dreams that I wanted fulfilled that fell short. These versions of my life that I imagined that didn't quite happen. And so you pivot. You dream again, you pivot and you dream again and you pursue other aspects of your dream or other parts of your personality. And so it feels like I'm either a person with multiple lives that I've lived or multiple personalities or multiple desires. And they're all part of me. They all are a clue as to who the real Graham is, but it didn't feel like, at least at the time, 
that the real Graham had come out to play. Let me ask you, can the real you come out to play this year? What would it look like if you were 100% you? If you showed up fully, honestly, vulnerably, transparently, 100% you? The better question is, do you even know who the real you is to be able to show up as the real you? I think one of the biggest frustrations in life and business come down to living out of alignment with who you were designed to be. I believe God designed you a certain way. You can't really fight it. You know, there's parts of you that can be refined and improved. I'm not saying you should just stay the way you are all the time completely because if we're honest, we're pretty selfish individuals. We have some good, we got some bad. The bad can be worked on. But your personality, the things that drive you, the way you see the world, it's, it's not perfect, but it's there for a reason. It's a giant clue as to how you were designed. And when you try to live a different way out of alignment with that, it's either impossible or really, really frustrating. And the best example I can come up with is my coffee machine. In my pantry, I have a beautiful uh, like espresso maker, an automatic espresso maker. You pour the beans in the top, and then you just put your cup in there, and you can hit espresso, you can hit coffee, you can hit latte. Yes, it even has like a milk frother built in. Whatever you want, just press the button. It grinds the beans fresh, makes you your cup of coffee or your espresso right away. I love that thing. Right next to it is uh, a beautiful blender, okay? Beautiful blender. And and we use it to make smoothies and all kinds of stuff. Um, this is how so many people live their lives. They are the espresso machine, they're the coffee maker, looking over at the blender next to it saying, I want to make a smoothie. That looks, ooh, that looks good. That looks fun. That looks healthy even. So colorful. Why can't I make a smoothie? I'm the same. I've got a hole on the top where you put food in me. I've got blades that spin around. I'm the same thing as the, the blender. And yet you and I both know that if we put a banana and some frozen strawberries, some protein powder, and some almond milk in the top of my espresso machine and shoved it in there and press on, like I, it'd break. At worst, it would break which a lot of people are breaking right now. And at best, what would come out of it would suck. <laughs> is this making sense? It's a ridiculous analogy. And yet this is how most people live their lives. They see someone else's life and they go, I like that, I want that. Without ever asking the more important question is, who am I and what kind of life do I actually want? Because I may not be able to have that life because I'm not designed that way, but I can have a version of that life. There's something about that life that I like, but is it, do I really want to do what they're doing or be like them? We do this in the way we raise our kids. We do this in the way we uh, think about career and business. We do this in the way we manage our money. We do this in the way we handle our health. Like There's a million ways to be healthy, and yet we try to operate the way someone else is operating, and that's why things get frustrating. There's three core benefits to being the real you, okay? And they're massive. Number one, more satisfaction in life. When you're the real you, you don't feel like you have to perform. You don't feel like you have to put up a front. You get to just be you. And like, it's like that weight on your shoulders just, it just falls because it's freaking exhausted being something that you're not. Even if it's just, 
in one degree off. It's exhausting. One reason why I shut down my business, The Recording Revolution, I stepped away from this million-dollar-year business three, three years ago now, at the height of its success, was because I didn't enjoy it anymore. It didn't feel like me anymore. Now, it took me three years to finally admit that. It was a six-year process, three years to finally walk away from it. Because it was scary to walk away from something that was successful. My first love in business, my first success in life, it was helping hundreds of thousands of people. It was widely regarded as the largest, best YouTube channel and resource of its kind in its niche at the time. I mean, I felt like it was part of me. But it wasn't me anymore. It was me for nine years. There was a solid run of seven to nine years where it was like, this is what I ate, slept, breathed. I loved it. Loved it. But then I changed. (laughs) It wasn't me anymore. You know how much more satisfied I am every single day that I get to do the work I'm doing now, that I'm not teaching people how to record music anymore. And I loved that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not who I am in this season. So more satisfaction in life when you find out the real you and you be you become the real you. Number two, more success in business. This is crazy. If you're a business owner, you will be more successful if you just 100% be you and make your brand 100% unique to you. Why? Because you'll stand out. People buy different. People like different. You know, it's it's remarkable how to say how people say it, that good marketing just comes down to one thing. Do something or be someone worth talking about, right? Do something or be someone worth talking about. You will not be worth talking about if you're just like everybody else. But if you're different, whether it's slight quirks, whether it's the way your branding is, whether it's the way you do your content, whether it's the way you deliver your products, whether it's the way you do customer service, like it should be a representation of you and it should be uniquely you, and you will separate, which feels scary. Like, oh, this is what everyone else is doing. Conformity looks like this. Success looks like this. Nah, those people might be successful, but that's not because of what they're doing. It's because they're doing them. You do you, boo. If you if you 100% be the real you in business, I guarantee you're going to stand out from the crowd and you're going to do better. People are going to notice you and the right people are going to want to do business with you. So you get more success in life when you're the real you. You get more success, excuse me, more satisfaction in life you enjoy it. Enjoyment of life goes up and business, more success in business. And then here's the kicker, more service to others. This one is huge. And this, I can't underscore this enough. You were made for a purpose. I believe that God designed you for a purpose. Whether you believe in God or not, we can probably both agree that you were uniquely designed. I don't think you just randomly showed up one day. You're not a bunch of atoms that just collided. You have a unique personality. You have dreams. You have the ability to love and connect with people and create and think like you, and and you're different than me. Like I think human beings are the most profound thing on the planet. And yet you and I can be completely different. You have your own unique, literal fingerprints are unique. (laughs) Like you're literally unique. You are a special snowflake. I'm here to tell you, but you were designed for a purpose. Somebody designed you. And so if that's true, and if we can go as far as saying, I think I'm designed, I think I'm designed for a purpose. I don't think I'm meant to just be like everybody else. If you have that sense in your soul, like, I think I'm meant for something. That means that there was someone that made you to be meant for that thing. And if they did, 
then that purpose will likely have the biggest impact in the world, right? I, I love football and you know, football is a strange sport, American football, if you don't watch it, but like every like player, every position on the field has a very unique role. And, and some are more glamorous looking than others, but they're very specific. And if you have a specific body type to be an offensive lineman, as much as it would be fun to be the wide receiver that catches the touchdowns or the quarterback that gets the big contracts and, and the girlfriends and, and throws the ball and everybody talks about, like your body is not meant to do that, but you, you could maybe be okay at either of those positions, maybe, but you can be great at offensive line. Like your contribution will have the biggest impact if you use your physique and your strength and your power to literally block for the quarterback, block for the running back, create blocks for the wide receiver. Like you will have massive impact on the football field, which will lead to bigger contracts (laughs) and more satisfaction, but you'll have the biggest impact because you're doing what your body physically was designed to do. And it's the same with your mind. It's the same with your ideas. Like there's a million things I would love to be great at. I'm never going to be great at those things because I wasn't designed for those things. So it's nice for someone else, but you know what? I'm going to stay in my lane, figure out who I am and do what I was designed to do because even if I didn't love it, it would have the most impact, but I will love it. Even if it weren't quote unquote successful, it'll have the biggest impact, but it will be successful. So when you walk in your, your alignment with your purpose, when the real you comes out to play, not only do you enjoy life more, more satisfaction, more success in business, more powerful service and impact to others, which is so profound. And I got to share this, this quote from John Maxwell, who's one of the greatest authors and, and leadership coaches of all time. But I was listening to a podcast with him, I think with Ed Milet, and he mentioned he was writing songs. And I didn't realize homeboy's writing songs, but that's awesome. And so he was sharing the lyric from one of his songs. And I was driving in the car. I had to literally pull out my phone and voice note take this quote because it was so profound. It was so profound. So here is the, the chorus of the song by John Maxwell. And I for, forgive me, I don't have the name of the song. You can put it in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube, let me know. He says, I got to find myself to know myself. I got to know myself to be myself. I got to be myself to improve myself. I got to improve myself so I can get over myself so I can give myself to you. Man, I got chills just thinking about that. I got to find myself. He connects that all the way so I can give myself to you. Friend, the greatest thing you and I can do in our lives is give ourselves up for others. Give. Give your talents. Give your time. Give your treasure, your money, your resources. Give your unique skills, your unique passions and ideas and creativity to the world because you were meant to give it. It wasn't meant for you alone. It was meant to be shared And man, how can you do that if you don't know who you are? I love this quote partially because that first line is the subtitle of my new book, Rebel. Find yourself by not following the crowd. The greatest work you could do this year 
is to figure out who the real you is. And it is hard work. It is hard work. But I want to give you three ways to do that real quick. Hey, friend, we'll get back to the episode in just a moment. Real quick, I hope you're enjoying the episode. And if so, please share it with somebody that needs to hear this episode today. It would mean so much to me. Also, I want to give you a gift for hanging out with me today. I want to give you my free million-dollar life-giving business formula on-demand training. Inside of this less than 60-minute training, it will help you uncover your uniqueness to build a seven-figure boutique brand without burning out. This is some of my favorite material. These are the things that I'm taking my private clients through, but I want to share them with you in this free training. So if you've already built your business, but it's not giving you life, it's taking life from you, this is the training for you. It's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash lifegiving. That's grahamcochran.com slash lifegiving, all one word, and you can register for your spot right there. Now back to the episode. Because if you figure out who the real you is, if you find yourself this year, you can give yourself away and have the absolute most impact and joy possible. So I'm going to fly through these three things. They're a lot harder than they sound. They take a lot longer than just a quick little podcast, but I want to give you some food for thought. And this is the stuff I'm writing about in the book, Rebel, when it comes out. So more more about that. This is what I'm coaching my clients through one-on-one. Uh, because it's so important. Ready? How do you figure out who you are? You start with that answering these three questions. One, what are my dreams? What are your dreams? Friend, most, most adults don't dream anymore. And yet dreams are, some people say dreams are foolish. It's foolish to dream. No, it's foundational to dream. Like it is foundational to you knowing who you are. Without a dream, you're a robot. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're doing what someone told you to do. You're doing what looks like it'll pay a lot of money. You're doing what everyone else is doing. You're doing whatever your inbox told you to do because an email asked you for something. Like, you're just doing. Nothing great in this world was created out without a dream. You got to dream it up first. If you don't like the word dream, use the word desires or wants. But there's three, three categories of dreams that might help get your ideas flowing. What do you dream of having? What do you dream of being? And what do you dream of doing? I don't know if you think this is a selfish exercise, but it's, it's not. It's selfish to not do this exercise because then you're not going to figure out who you are and you can't give yourself away. The real you can't come out to play. You've, you've got to figure out what your dreams are, not necessarily so you go make them a reality, although I sure hope all your dreams come true. No, dreams though, it's, more, it's bigger than that. Dreams are clues to who you are. Dreams are clues to who you are. So by getting honest with what you really want out of life, you're going to start to better understand yourself. That's it. It's step one. So what do you dream about? What do you dream about having, doing, or being? You should journal that stuff out. Number two, what is your vision for the next three years of your life? Specifically, what would it look like for these next three years to be the best three years of your life? Again, this isn't about manifesting your best life in the next three years, although I sure hope that the next three years are your best three years. We would all want that. I don't want the next three years of your life to suck. <laughs> I don't want them to be mediocre. No, but again, getting clear about the vision. What do your days look like? What do your weeks look like? What do your weekends look like? What have you done in the, in the next 36 months to make them the best three years? Who are you with? What are you doing? What have you changed about yourself? 
like getting clear on on that a three year vision will like unlock again so many more clues as to what you really value. And this is the third thing: what are your values? What are your values as a human being? As a as a I'm a father. What do I value as a father? What do I value as a husband? What do I value as a business owner? What do I value when it comes to my money, raising my kids? taking care of my body, what do I value? It makes zero sense to build a life or a business outside of your values. It makes zero sense because the, at, at like worst case, is the, the business is going to fail. It probably will. Best case, but I don't even know if it's even better, is that the business will be successful, but then you'll hate it. You'll resent it because it's actually doing well or you're known for this thing and it's it doesn't align with who you are or what you really want out of life or what you value or where you want to go in the next 3 years that's almost worse cuz then you're t- you're like tied to it with the golden handcuffs that's hard that is hard so what are your dreams what's your vision for the next 3 years what are your values those are just great simple things to think about journaling prompts so friend All I would hope for you this year is that you don't focus on being new. Focus on figuring out who the real you is and ask the real you if they can come out and play today. This is the year that you and I, the real you and I, need to come out and play. Your satisfaction and joy depends on it. Your success certainly depends on it. And the impact you're going to have in the world depends on it. Like, let's not play games. Like, let's stop pretending. And even if we don't think you're pretending, you just honestly don't know who you are, let's stop making excuses for not doing the hard work to figure out who we are. I'll leave you with that line from John Maxwell because it's so beautiful. I got to find myself to know myself. I got to know myself to be myself. I got to be myself to improve myself. I got to improve myself so I can get over myself, so I can give myself to you. Happy New Year, friend. I'm hoping and praying it's your best year yet. I'll see you in another episode real soon.